everyone. This is Michelle Wright for Inspirational Vibes, which is now the Abundance Queen. And my first guest on the Abundance Queen is Allie Anderson. She's been with us before. So welcome, Allie Anderson. Thank you for having me, Michelle. So excited to be here. Oh, we love when you come. Thanks. We really enjoy your company. Aw, Now, what we want to discuss today is, of course, getting ready for Halloween and also about shamanism. So what can you tell us a little? Give us a little information on that. On shamanism. So we were talking about this. What is shamanism? Shamanism is being tapped into multi-dimensions and some shamans work specifically with animals, some specifically with plants, some specifically with the spirit world, some specifically with the elements of the earth. So there are various types of shamans and it dates back to indigenous ages. So a lot of people um, have ancestors, there are ancestral lines of shamans. Uh, still living in, uh, you know, the Amazon forests or indigenous lands all over the world, practicing and using their own culture, whether um, they have their own dances or music or prayer or rituals that they do. So it's a way to tap into otherworldly, infinite potential of otherworldly um, multi-dimensions and being able to help people to tap in to help heal their soul to it can help body mind spirit so it's been known shamanistic rituals and healings have been known to help people with physical ailments as well as emotional or spiritual that's amazing. Yeah, so it's a it's a um, again ancient ancient way of healing and one that you know is can be universal as well as you can uh, make it your own. And as long as you are respecting the the cultures and respecting uh, Mother Earth and Father Sky and all the beings that come to you and and make it what you can for the highest good of humanity. I know a lot of people have felt very separated from the Earth with the Western culture. Yes. And the Eastern culture is totally different from the Western because they incorporate the earth and spirituality into their daily lives. What are some ways we can do that for us to so, get more in tune with Gaia, who is mother earth? Yes. So um, as far as Eastern healing modalities versus Western, so Eastern healing modalities can be religious or even just spiritual. So for example, the Hindu religion, they are of the understanding of being tapped into that third eye, that there is, we are not only just here in the physical, but we are also connected universally via our third eye or pineal gland. When you look at the human anatomy, our pineal gland, um, this teeny tiny little, little bean-like structure that's in the middle of our brains um, actually responds to light. So that is why it is called the third eye. 
because mm-hmm. just like our human eyeballs, they also respond to light. So this crystalline structure within our, our brains um, is very much well known to Eastern uh Eastern religions, Eastern society, cultures, uh, since the beginning of time. This dates back to even Egyptian times. So, which oh, I know you want to talk about. Oh, I can't to Egypt. So as far as um, for people in the Western world, um, you know, hustle and bustle, um, if they're still working nine to five, you know, trying to make ends meet, really what you can do each and every day is ground yourself is to pray, however that works for you, um, to ground, connect, and protect. That is my method. Um, if you follow me, you know that I teach the ground, connect, and protect method. So grounding yourself, sending um, energetically, sending those roots into Mother Earth, securing securing yourself in her, her sami, her positive energy, and allowing that to come up into your physical body, Um, And then you are connecting uh, through the crown. So whether connecting to your your guides, your angels, God, great spirit, um, whomever you refer to as far as your higher power and allowing that love and light to come through the crown and to, you know, travel through your chakras and throughout your body and then to protect, which is to use discernment. So um, not only energetically bringing up that love and light protection from Mother Earth and having it surround your whole physical body, your auric body, um, but also the key really is to use discernment. So discernment is something that we all have within us. It's almost that, you know, our moral compass in a way. So figuring out um, in the Western world of hustle and bustle, you know, figuring out, is this really for your highest good? And that's really what it comes down to, I think, is being tapped in, being aware, grounded, connected, protected, um, giving your thanks for everything and being present. And those are ways, um, being out in nature, barefoot, especially being out in nature, um, walking through the you know, forest, um, you hear people forest bathing, um, even hiking can be considered, you know, being tapped into Gaia, to Mother Earth. So there are so many ways that we as humans um, in the Western world can adapt these Eastern modalities in order to really um, live as our highest selves in that hustle and bustle of the Western world. If that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Well, I'm going to take you back a little. You were talking about discernment. Yes. Now, to me, that's a gift. I use it as a gift because I have let four people go within the past couple of years. And it's not easy because you get into a routine with these people and then you find out they're fake. They talk behind your back. These are things that are very negative. Mm -hmm. And I let them go. And it's important for people to realize that discernment is really a gift, a very spiritual gift. Now, when you talk about grounding, connecting, and uh, protecting, yes, 
being in nature and everybody has a special gift. Some people love hiking, like my husband. He always wants to take me on hiking and I'm like, no, <laughs> but I do go. It depends on where we go, but I enjoy it, but I'm one for the beach. I love summertime, which is over. We're in autumn, but I love autumn now because of getting back to basics and comfort and all the fun of decorating for the holidays. Yeah. I'm big on that. <laughs> and I love what we have because it's now called the harvest. Yeah. So what we put into our work, we should reap all the rewards at this time. And it's true even with working. So what are some of the rewards that you have? Oh, from, from using? Paul? From the year, this whole year. What have you seen that you either changed, became abundant? What you can you share about that? Okay, so that, that's a really interesting insight. Um, so for me, I feel as though... I have, I guess, evolved my gift of discernment, that I have truly stepped into my higher power, my higher self this year, and I have kept myself grounded and um, really tapped into remaining at peace, which is, I think, the whole key, the whole, the whole key of life is to, to be at peace, our autonomic nervous system, to be in that state of rest and recovery. Um, so I think this year for me has really been about identifying triggers, um, identifying toxic people in my life mm -hmm. and doing, doing what I have to do to, to look within, to be sure that although as hard as it is to do that work, to, um, to evolve your gifts, to, to ascend, um, it really is, it's, it's about being able to know truly at heart center if you are on the right path for you. So just always like checking in kind of always with your spirit guides or God, Jesus, angels, mother. I love praying to Mother Mary. I pray to Mother Mary all the time. Oh, she's the blessed so, one oh, for me. Yes, yes. I love her. So whomever, I think that that's important because we mm -hmm. all have. We are, yes, a collective, but we are each an individual soul with, as you said, our own individual gifts. So I think that my biggest takeaway for this year is really honing in on that. Who, who do you go to for guidance and, and being sure that everything that you are doing is from heart center and using discernment for your highest good so that in the end, the highest good of humanity can thrive. Okay. Now I'm going to mention something. People say about the higher selves. Now I'm going to say that humanity is the higher self mm, of one. all species. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of devolved instead of really now we're coming back to that yeah we're coming back to that reason being so when you talk about your higher self you're actually talking about yourself but your universal soul 
that's what you're talking about because you your soul believe it or not is energy and the energy can light up a whole city for three days straight that's how powerful human beings are oh, yeah. that's why other species want to keep us down mm. i i watched something interesting or but maybe I was listening to that. I don't know, it was a few years ago when I first started delving down the shamanism path. And I remember there there were multiple people that were helping, they, like AV equipment. So they were filming something with a shaman and um, the, the people behind the scenes that, excuse me, that were doing like the directing and the producing and everything, they were, I guess, like talking amongst themselves or something or laughing, giggling. And then they all reported that suddenly the shaman was over by the water doing, getting ready to do a ritual. And suddenly all the equipment went out, all the equipment blacked out, nothing was working, the power totally like this human, this human form who also as in a, in a spiritual sense is a, a shaman was able to somehow energetically shut everything off in a way of saying like, pay attention, you know, everyone pay attention. Like this is, he showed his power. Yes. So we are, we are supernatural. We are capable. We are very supernatural and that's where we're going into now bringing you back. You mentioned guidance. Now we're coming into the season of ancestors and I love this time of year. So we are getting ready for all Halloween, all Hallows Eve as they called it. What is all Hallows Eve? All Hallows Eve is the preparation for Holy Week. But before there was any religion, It was a celebration of communing with the ancestors and actually visit, uh, having visitations with them physically coming back and seeing them in their physical form. We have devolved so much because we shun it and think it's crazy, Mm -hmm. but there are things that are still here that people either are fearful and we are not moving into fear anymore. That is over with the universe wants us to connect with mother earth, which is Gaia, but guys, well, the word Gaia was not used for just this planet. I hate to say planet because it's a planned net to keep us dummy down. But also what it is, is our world. And Gaia stood for the universe. That is the true name of Gaia. It is not just Mother Earth. It is all living things. So what are we excited about Halloween? What do you know about Halloween? What do I know about Halloween? So All Hallows Eve, uh, 
salmon, you know, all the different rituals. I know as a, a oh, Catholic. I'm going up. to say something. Okay. You said Samhain. Yes. Okay. That term is used among Wiccans, but witches. Um, before there was Wiccan, there were witches. And witches were healers mm -hmm. and revered. When a witch came to your home, you were blessed and you were healed and you were given abundance. When you went against a witch, that abundance was taken away. Mm. I never knew that. But my presence spiritually does that. Yeah. If somebody wrongs me, they're going to, it's not me doing it to them. It's the universe saying, hey, no. Yeah. And then they see it all go downhill. It's that karmic cycle. Yeah. Yes, yeah. because karma does hang in. She's very real. Oh, yeah. And I've met her. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. And a lot of the um, the dark goddesses, they're gorgeous. And to work with them in the essence of positive things, mm -hmm. they cannot wait to work with you for positive things. Yes, to work with those goddesses. Kali is one of my favorite. Kali. She's Asian Hindu goddess. She's one of the scariest looking, and I was just talking about this with a <laughs> she client. She is, but, but she's, she's powerful. And she's very it. powerful. Yeah. I had her. I was in the car, and I, I um, remember that I had done with someone. Uh, uh, what is it? I went uh, through Facebook, and. I went to their class and we did this the next day. She was in my car and I know she took my diamond earring as a gift to her. Kali. Kali. Oh, yeah. And I went nuts. I wanted it back. <laughs> but you know what? It's her gift, her okay. present. Okay. And I know she's going to bless me with something for that mm -hmm. because it is a wish. Yeah. So that wish is being granted through a lot of things that I'm doing now. And I see it. But she is powerful. And she looks scary, but she's really not. It's when you make a wish, whatever your intention is, that's what makes you either good or bad. It's always intention. And magic works that way, too. But... Let's see. What are some of the things that you do for Halloween? Oh, so since I've become a mother, it's been a little more kid friendly, I guess. Um, but I, I really like to take it as a time to really be connected to my ancestors, to my lineage, to to look towards um, the future. Using so I. Long story short, uh, fun fact about me, my Irish lineage dates back to uh, a location in Ireland called Rathkeel, Ireland, and it's home of the gypsy travelers. 
So oh, I'm gypsy only, blood. Yes, I, I always thought you had gypsy blood. Only, yes. We've moved a million times and out of state, then back. But I, oh, I that's really, me. My mother calls me a gypsy. It's so true. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, we, we just follow oh. our heart, I guess. It's mm -hmm. always the flow. But, yes. um, but with that being said, it's a time to tap into recipes or um, music or rituals or or it's also a time if you have trauma associated with those ancestors to let that go, to do the work that it takes mm -hmm. to release all of that. Yes. Um, Very important. Yes. And really, to Halloween for me is about respecting the spirits being open to what comes through mm -hmm. um since as we were talking earlier if there even is a veil that's that's there anymore that to to respect what comes through to have no fear to mm -hmm. um you know to remain grounded but really um, and then as a mom, of course, you know, on the mom side, it's getting the kids costumes and decorating and making the house feel, feel fun and festive. Um, but a lot of, it's a lot of like deep inner work, I feel. Yes. It's what I would call shadow work. Yes. And shadow work has gotten such a negative vibe, but it's really not what it is. Shadow work people is actually going within and peeling away the layers of your past lives to get rid of the phobias that are there from your past lives. The traumas, as you mentioned, Allie, from now and dealing with that and having the good sense to discern it. Yes. Letting go. Yeah. And we are now in a full moon, which is so cool. Cool. Oh, yes. this is a, it's exciting. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's powerful in its own way. And it's a time of release. Yes. But the ancestors knew it differently. They didn't see the full moon as a release. They drew it down so that they can use that energy for what they wanted to do. Mm. And most of it was to make their wishes come true, their goals. They used it for their goals. And this is something you can do now for the next three days. Okay. Is to do something, work on your goals, and know that you can draw on the energy of the moon. A good thing to wear during this time would be the moonstone. Ooh, one of my favorites. Mine too. <laughs> I wear a very big one, people, That's on my beautiful. ring. Yeah, I love beautiful. it. And it is great for spirituality. It's great. But definitely, people, get yourselves a moonstone during this time, connecting with ancestors. Mm -hmm. It is one of the most powerful and stones. And working on the root chakra too, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah. Working on the root chakra because it's the harvest. Mm -hmm. And also the sacral. Your three, yes. um, your three main root ones, the lower your chakra, your base chakras, those are the ones to work with now because it's grounding, protection, finances, 
and health mm-hmm. as much and the heart one too mm-hmm. the heart is important because you always have to be heart centered in everything you do always. now one of the things i love to do what do you do for the ancestors Allie, do you do oh, anything in special? Ancestors. I really haven't, honestly. I just, like, again, I, I really just go inward and I, I I do talk to some of my some of my ancestors that have been with me um, over the last few years. But um, this year, I think I'm going to try something new. Cool. Yeah. Now, see, what I do on the holidays, and this is true, I will put out a plate and if I make, if I do a pizza, which I do every Halloween, I buy pizza and I have my Halloween plate and I put a slice of pizza. If I have cookies, I put the cookies there and I leave it on the table for them. And I do it at Thanksgiving and also for Christmas. Mm. Reason being, they're still here. Yes. But not in human form, in spirit. Yes. For Yule. And it's so cool. It's so wonderful. I hope hope that people, uh, especially, I feel like since the pandemic, people are looking within. We've talked about this on older episodes about, you know, people tapping in via nutrition, um, really getting to know themselves to want to do all the healing work. So I really hope that people have fun this time of year doing it to know that like you can make it fun. This time of year is supposed to be also fun and, you know, getting to getting to like, you know, as far as dressing up, you can be whomever you want to be that one day. Oh, I enjoy the dressing. Yeah. And like really live it and enjoy it. Now, I just want to say that it is a fun time of year. Go to those festivals, get out there and make your life happen. And always during this time, be abundant. You heard it from the abundant queen. This is Michelle signing off. Thank you, Allie. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Peace out.